0: Hello, and welcome to the Purdue Ag Econ Podcast, the podcast for experts and innovators in agriculture. I'm Courtney Rodkey. On today's episode, Dr. Kilders and I have a discussion with Purdue Ag Econ professor Dr. Brady Brewer and master's student Doug Abney on trends in the current job market in the ag industry. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome. I am your host, Valerie Kilders, joined by my co-host, Courtney Rutke, who is a senior in our agricultural economics program. And today's guests are Dr. Brady Brewer and Doug Abney, who's a master's student in our agricultural economics program. They will talk about the agricultural job board that they created and current trends in the U.S. ag job market.
0: To start out, we were wondering, can you guys just explain your job platform to us?
2: I'll go ahead. This is Doug Abney. I kind of got interested in agricultural job data through my senior year at Purdue. My undergraduate major was agricultural economics with a concentration in quantitative analysis. That being said, you have to complete an undergraduate thesis. I was really interested in what do ag jobs look as a whole, and one thing I was really interested in was data science and digital agriculture and to see if those were actually a thing that you could find on the market. So I started web scraping. Indeed, at the time, we would take data from the internet and be able to interpret that through a bunch of code that I wrote. But Basically, we got to the point where we wanted to look at it over time. So we decided to collect it through an API called a SERP API. That being said, we can collect monthly data on ag jobs
3: yeah and to follow up on what doug said so the the dashboard that he mentioned you can find it on the purdue ag econ website the url for that is ag.purdue.edu slash ag slash pages slash ag jobs underscore dashboard i realize that's a long title so i would recommend if you just want to go google and if you google purdue ag jobs dashboard it should be one of the first links that that pops up and that is a dashboard that you know so all the data that we're going to talk about today You can go on and drill down if you want to know a particular type of ag job in indiana you can click on indiana specifically you can look at jobs by salary range or by keyword listing that that it has in it so if you you want to see what are the jobs in my area you can you can drill down in the data further there's also a monthly report that's posted on that website as well that has a further analysis
1: and so all the jobs you're reporting they are Not only for Indiana, but on a national basis, correct? Correct. So with you saying that you track the demand or the jobs over time, could you maybe tell us a little bit of what areas you see a particular high demand in at the moment and whether that has changed over the last few years?
2: So I can't speak for years. We've only been collecting for a little bit over a year. We started in June of 2021. Now it's September of 2022. But one one particular area within ag jobs that we usually find a high demand for sales um, that usually tends to be at the top. When it comes to other skills, sales is at the top as well. You see a lot of things like communications, experience and teamwork and farming actually too. I think that kind of goes to speak that within agriculture they're looking for a lot of experience in or knowledge of farming cuz helps to sell the products that they're trying to get out. Yeah, so to add on to what Doug said,
3: you know, sales is obviously a big one. We also see pretty high demand for jobs that mention farming. Now, we do want to note since these as Doug said, we're scraping these positions. So, you know, we're doing these keyword searches. So that does not mean that 60, you know, so in August of 2022, 64 Percent of the jobs mentioned farming in the description. That doesn't mean 64% were jobs to be a farmhand or to be on the farm, but you'd be interacting with farmers or interacting at the farm gate in some capacity, which I think speaks to you know, the, the level that businesses are wanting people that know about agriculture, broadly speaking. So there is some nuances to, to the data that we are providing. You know, same thing with sales. You could be, if you're in the animal science arena, you may be interacting with, you know, your specialty may, may be a veterinarian, but there could be a sales function attached to it. So that may not be a primary function or primary duties as a salesperson, but 55%, you know, have sales as as part of, of the job.
0: Okay, so I know that I'm a senior and a lot of my peers and myself included are always looking for ways to stand out. So what are some of the skills employers are particularly interested in and maybe what can students do when competing for jobs to stand out?
3: So the number, you know, one of the top skills that we find in our data that businesses list is communication. No surprise, I just talked about interacting with farmers or at the farm gate or interacting with other parts of the supply chain. You know, communication is at the top of the list. Another one that we've been tracking a lot of, and, and Doug can speak a lot to this, but that's skills around data analysis or data handling skills, you know, and other computer related skills. And, and we can actually speak a little bit on that, I believe. And Doug, correct me if I'm wrong. We can speak a little bit to the trends of what's going on there on, on the data analysis side.
2: Yeah, so usually we experience about in the mid 30% for experience with, I guess, data. You usually find around 30% of jobs mention that as a skill needed, but maybe as a senior and you're going into looking for a job, I'd say that one of the two highest skills that they're looking for requirements are experience and leadership. And one way a student can easily get that is by getting involved in college. Maybe seeking out a position within an organization gives you opportunity to gain leadership as well as experience, and that's one of the main things that they're looking for in job application.
1: Now, would you say the demand for these skills has been evolving over the time that you have been looking at it? And where do you think the demand for specific skills or even certain positions is heading?
2: So we haven't really looked at demand over time very much. I did, for this podcast, I wrote up a little bit of code to kind of see how things are changing over time. Two of the areas (laughs) that I kind of saw maybe more growth than others were communication, and the use of microsoft tools like softwares i think something that could be causing that is the effects of the the pandemic in the past and how jobs have kind of gone more remote over time another thing that we've been looking at is remote jobs over time and that's kind of that's varied up and down so it's it's kind of hard to tell what the trends are there but we have seen a growth in microsoft skills as well as communication and i think that might just be because like, tools like Microsoft Teams, where people are going online and they have to communicate from home or from a hybrid position. It just helps to keep people connected.
0: Following up on the remote work, what trends have you seen in that sector?
2: So in terms of remote work, we started collecting our data after COVID started. So we don't really know how things were beforehand. But since the beginning, we've seen about an average of 12 to 14% of new jobs are remote work. That being said, that fluctuates over time. We tried to see if it was related to COVID and we didn't really find any correlations. We also, at one point, were looking for mentions of COVID inside of our job descriptions. And we kind of saw as popular events were going on, you would see a spike in those those mentions. But yeah, we, we've looked for remote work over time just to see if that was something that we thought would change. And honestly, it it spikes up and down constantly. So it's it's really hard to tell. But I think part of that too is the sample size is much smaller than compared to everything else. So you don't you have a lot more variation.
3: Yeah, and, and this last report was actually the highest it's ever bid. As, as Doug said, it does spike up and down, but this was one of the higher spikes. We were up to almost a little over 19% of the ag jobs that were posted here in August of 2022 as having some sort of flexibility or, or work from home mentioned in the job description. And I think that this is an interesting, you know, this trend in agriculture is interesting to me because, a, a, lot of agricultural jobs are rural jobs. Granted, a lot of the major ag companies are based in more metropolitan areas, but a lot of this workforce is in rural America where there's broadband issues and stuff like that, where people may, where work from home may be not as easily accessible because they may not have the internet requirements or, or the technological requirements to do it. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out as there's a big push in in the U.S. to increase rural broadband access, along with this increased push for having more flexibility and work from home in, in the workforce as well.
1: Now, when you're saying 20% of the jobs were remote, are you talking about fully remote or hybrid arrangements?
3: So, it is a combination. It's it's some sort of rem- remote, hybrid, or flexible schedule. You know, there is a, a work-from-home component attached to the job.
2: Yeah, the terms that we're searching for when we say remote work are remote, remote working, home office, work-from-home, and work-at-home.
1: Now you mentioned data a couple of times and data analysis. Is there specific programs that are mentioned? Do you know any of that?
2: Yeah, so I guess in terms of data, we have a... So when we actually look for these these characteristics within the data, we use words and like a, a list of words to kind of pull out the signification that those things are being mentioned. In terms of data, one of them we have is like Python code, coding, algorithm, computing, Java, SQL. We're looking for just a bunch of terms within those experiences and just kind of looking to see if those are coming up. In the past, we've actually looked at digital agriculture and we have a whole list of some of the terms that go into that. And if you're interested in seeing what some of those terms are, you can look through our monthly report. And at the end, we have an appendix that lists those out just to kind of show how those characteristics are being looked for.
0: To ask on behalf of some of our younger audience members, what trends have you seen in ag internships for students that maybe aren't looking for full time jobs yet?
2: In terms of trends with internships, I wasn't really able to break it down by skills, but I did look at the trends over time. Usually, what it looks like is in October, you see a a spike in the demand for internships. And then as the year goes on into early spring, it kind of slowly falls down and then pops back up again in in the fall. I guess that kind of coincides with your career fairs as well. I think if students are interested in having an internship, your best opportunity is to look early, look online early during the fall. It's hard to get your resume ready when school just started, but it's worth it because it's kind of like the early bird gets the worm. You just kind of have to go ahead and seek it out earlier that way you have the opportunity to meet with all these companies and get your name out there.
1: And just to clarify when you say in October you mean the applications coming out in October for the following summer correct? Correct yeah. Now I know this is probably something you might not be able to speak to with the data you have but if you can speculate could you maybe let us know what your thoughts are on where we're heading in terms of the ratio between big companies to family or small owned companies, farms, et cetera. Do you see trends there that you think are gonna shape the sector for the next several years?
3: So I can speak to this first, you know, we do another survey here in the Purdue Ag Econ Department called the Large Commercial Producer Survey. And, And that one goes out to large farms across the nation, And we see quite a bit of expected consolidation. Farms are expected to grow upwards of of 10-12% over the next three to five years. So with that type of growth, obviously, there's some consolidation there. If you look at the United States Department of Agriculture, the USDA's numbers, obviously, we've seen a decreasing number of farms, you know, throughout the last couple of decades. Well, not just last couple, for quite a while now, there's been a decreasing number of of farms nationwide there. So we've seen some consolidation on the agribusiness side, as it relates to maybe some of these jobs, obviously, we've seen some consolidation as well. In the agriculture industry, we've seen some mergers with us. certain sectors of the, the ag economy, thinking about two fairly large companies merging together. So yes, we that I, I think is going to impact the ag job markets it, it, moving forward Is we're going to continue to see consolidation. You know, I, I think that's a trend that's here to stay.
0: Thank you. I know you said that you've had your dashboard going for a little over a year now, and not to bring up the dreaded topic of COVID, but just from your own experiences and what you guys have noticed, do you think that COVID has changed the way that companies hire, such as interviewing virtually or not attending as many career fairs?
2: So I guess I can speak from personal experience with this and less of a data format. I think my senior year, they changed the way we did our career fairs at Purdue. We had an online event. I Personally, I thought it was harder. You had to wait in queues to talk to companies and you didn't get as much exposure as you would just walking around and meeting companies. And you also don't have the, the opportunity to just talk to a random company that you may have never talked to. Uh, so that's one way it's changed. I know companies, they do phone call interviews, kind of screen you out before you might have an actual interview. In the past i've actually interviewed by recording they gave you a a list of questions and you answered those on your own which was kind of awkward you don't get the um like the nuanced conversations that you get from just verbal cues and eye contact so yeah i think it, it has changed a little bit but i do think it's going back to normal which is good i think that gives people better opportunities personally
1: Thank you very much. That was really interesting. And I'm sure your website is going to see quite a bit of traffic coming up, especially since you said October is the time to look. Yep. We appreciate you taking the time to come in and tell us about your job board and the data that you have for that and from that. So thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. You can visit the department at www.agecon.purdue.edu and follow us on Facebook. Have a great day and thanks for listening.